welcome to the What I Love About Men podcast. I'm your host, Steph Ganowski. After having multiple negative experiences with men, I started to believe all men were toxic. That is, until a few male strangers challenged my belief completely. This made me realize that a major problem with men in relationships stems from the fact that most men don't really love themselves or pay enough attention to their own strengths. I want to change that. Now I'm on a mission to help men thrive mentally, emotionally, physically, and sexually in their relationships with themselves and with women. So stay tuned and see how my passion can help you as a man. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode on the What I Love About Men podcast. Today's episode is on perspective. This is something we all struggle with when it comes to being in a relationship with someone, especially it is so hard sometimes to see the other person's point of view or even put ourselves in their in their shoes. You know, um, it's extremely hard because we're not in their shoes, right? We're in our shoes and we see things a certain way through our own personal lens of how we were conditioned from childhood now to adulthood. We have been conditioned a certain way. Therefore, we see life a certain way. We, ho- we may share the same values with other people and we may share the same experiences and like the same things, but there's a unique shift in the way we we view them. We see it from a slightly different angle. And that's what's so interesting about every single human on this planet. None of us have been conditioned the same exact way. Regardless of whether you're twins, you live in the same house, you know, it doesn't fucking matter. We are all conditioned differently and we all take on things differently based on our emotional state in that moment and which then triggers things in our future and how we look at things in our future. It's just crazy. Ah! It's such a mind fuck. It's a mind orgasm. It's a braingasm. And it gets me excited to talk on this topic and to help men with this especially. So so when it comes to understanding women from perspective, uh, from a female perspective, um, I want you to open yourself up to asking questions because this is what makes men poor listeners. This is what makes most of us poor listeners, but especially men have a hard time listening. Um, and the reason is they're not asking questions. And, and I, I look at this as a way of men being less communicative verbally. Uh, men are more thinkers. Women are more talkers. So when it comes to verbal communication, I think men struggle a little bit more by asking the right questions simply because they don't talk as much as women talk. So they lack the, the verbal experience um, that women have just based on our biology of talking out problems versus thinking about problems first, right? That's more of the female um, female uh, the way our brains work and the way just the way we communicate more. So the fact that men don't talk as much means they don't ask as many questions. And by asking questions, it shows you're listening. All right, this is number one key to be a good listener is ask the right questions after someone says something, in my, in my experience anyway. <laughs> like, um, so I want to share with you guys uh, an experience I had coaching a man really great guy I coached yesterday morning. And I think it was yesterday. Yeah. Um, and he was going through a situation where he's on the, on the verge of losing his wife. Um, and he's in this place where he doesn't, they're not communicating effectively with each other. And I know it's because they're not asking the right question. She's saying, you know, I'm not happy with you. Um, you don't support me. You don't do this. And this isn't, 
you know, this isn't right and I'm so angry and he sees it. So let's sit in his shoes. He sees this as her just complaining, right? How I see it is, and, and he sees it as her just complaining and he's literally doing everything he feels is right to do. He's doing this A, B, and C to support her. You know, he's doing this every day and, and he's trying to back up his reasons why he is supportive and why he is doing this. And he's like, nothing's good enough for her. So now from my angle, I want to point out that he's not, the thing that he has not asked her, because I asked him this, he did not ask her, what can I do to support you better? What do you want me to do to support you better? What would it look like if I supported you to the fullest? Can you see how asking her that question will make her think and put her in the place of like, all right, now it's up to you. How do you want to be supportive? She'll be like, oh shit, uh, she might not even know. But maybe she does know. And maybe the, her idea of support is completely different from your idea of support based on our conditioning, right? Like based on the fact that we all have different perspectives of things because we look at things differently. We have different definitions for certain words. Like this is literally like, that's why when I'm on client calls and my client says something, I'm like, what does that mean? Like, what does happier mean? I know what the word happier means to me. I don't know what it means to my client. It's completely different every single time. It's completely different from how I would respond to these words or definitions. So going back to this couple, I know it's hard to do this in the moment. Believe me, I struggle with it too. Oh my God, it's hard. It's hard to be in a moment of a difficult discussion and say and want to just curse that person out or show anger back at them because they're showing anger at you and instead saying, okay, what would it look like if I supported you? Because don't look at this as you guys caving in or letting her win. That's not what this is about. This is about you taking control over this relationship and showing her that, yeah, you can do what's right. You know you, you're open to doing to supporting her. You're ready to support her. It shows you stepping up and saying you're ready. Okay? And women should do this for their men too. But I'm talking to you guys. This podcast is for men. So in the situation, it's around how to deal with situations like this. Um, So if he were to ask her that question, exactly what I said, she would have to think of what her version of support is, what's her definition of support, and how can she explain that to him? Because if she doesn't explain that to him clearly, then it's not his fault. Okay? So this puts, this takes all the the stress on you and puts it at her and says, all right, you tell me, be totally clear so that I know exactly what to do to support you. And if she's like, just love me more or just do this more, then you say, okay, what does more mean? What does more mean to you? Okay, because more is not a specific answer. This is the problem with relationships, especially when we're fighting about something. You know, we're like, why can't you do this more? Or like, you never do this. You never do that. Instead of saying what we want them to do or instead of getting specific on what we want them to do. So you don't want to stop with when it comes to, you know, support, if in this case it's support, right? You don't want to stop asking her the question or let her off the hook until you get an answer that's like, I want to come home every day and I want you to hug me when I come home every day. And I want you to tell me I'm doing a good job. That's what I need. Then you say, okay. And then you know exactly what you need to do every single day. There's no confusion. There's no blurriness. It's totally clear. It's okay. My wife comes home. I hug her and I tell her she's doing a great job. And then maybe I go a little further than that and I say why I think she's doing a great job. Make it a little more personal. 
But this way, you know exactly what to do, guys. And I think you guys thrive on this. When you know what to do, you fucking do it. And there's too many women out there today who just, you know, they don't understand how enjoyable it is for men to be decisive. And I get it because I talk to you guys all the time. I know how much stress it takes off you to just know what to do. And then you'll do it right. And this is the problem. There's so many women out there today um, who are just saying, you know, men don't do this right. And they don't do this right. And they don't do that right. Instead of saying what we want men to do specifically. And I think a lot of that is on women because women are not clear because they don't even know what the fuck they want. So overall, I think we both, men and women, need to get very clear and very specific in our communication with each other because that's when it's effective. That's when we can see different perspectives to the, to the clearest as possible, the clearest way possible. It didn't make sense. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. So when it comes to perspective, when it comes to seeing a female's perspective, it's really just understanding the female in front of you by asking her questions. You're not supposed to understand her completely. Just because you're in a relationship with a woman doesn't mean you have to know her inside and out and know what she, how she feels about every single fucking thing. You know, there's, um, there's something my, uh, a good friend of mine, Jim Sexton, he's a divorce lawyer. He wrote a book called If You're In My Office, It's Already Too Late. And it's a divorce lawyer's guide to staying together. He's awesome. The book is great. Go read it. Highly recommended. One of my favorite books. Um, and he always mentions that, you know, it's crazy because when we get in a relationship with someone, we expect them to be the best at everything, right? Like they're supposed to be the best friend, our best friend, our best lover, the best at going on adventures, the best at romance, the best at, you know, the best uh, roommate, the best uh, father. And we just, we put each other in this, we give each other these expectations of greatness, like you need to be the best, but like who the hell in the world is the best at all these things? You know, just because we're, we're compatible and just because we're in a partnership does not necessarily mean we're going to be perfect at everything. And we have to give each other that, that benefit of the doubt of like, okay, like I understand there's going to be hiccups along the road, but how we communicate about those hiccups is what means everything. That's what's going to keep you together because you're going to have struggles. You're going to fight. You're going to get fed up. You're going to not know what to do. You're going to get frustrated. But how you communicate with each other is the thing that allows you to thrive in that relationship. If it's important to you and you want to push forward with that person and you want to make it work, then you need to open up, swallow a humble pill, swallow your ego, because I know most of you guys are not going to feel like in the mood to say, all right, well, honey, how can I support you exactly? You know, you're going to be wanna, you're going to want to be like, fuck you. No, but hopefully not. I I know like so I get it. I know it's hard. I know it takes a lot of it takes a lot of balls. It takes a lot of balls for a guy to be to calmly say, "Okay, well, can we talk about what support looks like to you? Tell me exactly what that looks like to you so that I can do it and support you because I want to support you. So tell me what that looks like." That's not pussy shit, guys. You saying that does not make you a nice guy or a pussy. It means you're standing up for your relationship. It means you're taking initiative. It means you know what the fuck you're doing when she, does, when she doesn't, if you're in this situation. So step up. Be a better communicator than you are because you can be. You can do better. So do it. Okay? I, um... 
I was going to say something else and I totally forgot what it was. And it was a really good point. Damn it. Um, but I think, you know, all in all, it's important to, to understand the right questions to ask. And this is something I help my clients with, um, by asking them questions. Pretty much all I do in my coaching is ask good questions to get my guys to think. So my clients are constantly thinking because I'm constantly challenging them. I'm, co- I'm challenging their minds and their brains to think about situations a different way that they never would have thought of by answering certain questions that they would not normally be asked. So every there's so much power in the questions. Okay? And when it comes to a relationship that's going through this situation that I mentioned... Um, with the with the man and woman whose marriage is falling apart, it's important for both of you, men and women. You know, I know I'm talking to guys here, but she has to she has to if she wants to be a good communicator with you, and that's important to her. Then hey, maybe you can say something. You know, I think it's important to sit down with your partner and have these discussions of okay, how can we communicate more effectively in our relationship? Because when shit hits the fan, I want to still be there for you. And um. I think that's important to do on a regular basis. Oh, I just remember the point I was going to make before. I also, I also mentioned with this to this guy yesterday on the phone was that his wife being angry is a good sign um, because okay, it's not the best sign. It's not the best sign, but it's a, it's an okay sign because at least if she's angry, it means she cares. It means she still loves you. It means she wants to make this work. And she even he even brought up her anger and she said, "I'm passionate." And he said, it doesn't sound like passion to me. And I was like, hey, it could. Maybe that's her idea of passion. Maybe anger does mean she's passionate. And you know what comes with passion? Meaning. When something matters to you, you're passionate about it. So she may not be in this happy mood when she's passionate, but she fucking cares. And if she cares, then you still have a shot. This marriage is not over. And I said, don't give up until you've actually tried. Don't give up just because it's frustrating, you know, or just because you feel calmer when you're outside of the house away from her. Give up after you've exhausted all options, after you've tried the effective communication strategies and you've done it with her and you pointed it out. Okay, let's try A, B, and C. You know, at the end of the month, if we're still not, if we haven't moved forward at all, then maybe that's a sign that things are not going to change. But if we both feel something, because if she felt indifferent, if she was like, I don't even fucking care anymore, that would be a terrible sign. Indifference is the worst. That's when you know the relationship is most likely over when the person's just like, I don't, I don't care. There's no passion there. There's no anger there. There's no energy. There's no energy there. That's when you know you probably lost it. But when there's anger and when she's really trying to see you and you're really trying to see her, then maybe it's just a time to be a little smarter about it. And say, okay, how can I see her from a new perspective that I haven't seen her yet? Because the way we're communicating is not working. So what do we have to do in order to make it work? What's one way to make it a little better? And I'm telling you today, it's in the questions. It's in the questions you ask every day. You could practice this. You could literally practice this with every single person every day of your life. (laughs) Like, Ask good questions. A great way to ask a good question is just rephrasing what the person said to you. You know, in this example we're using is, I don't feel supported by you. And then your rephrase of the question of that statement is, how can I 
What if I did support you? What would that look like? See, now you're able to get, now her response is going to come from her head. So she's going to say, this is what it means to me. And then you know for certain that if you do that thing, that will equal support to her. Because it doesn't matter what you guys do. Like, it doesn't matter what, I mean, it doesn't matter what support means to you at this stage. If she's the one that doesn't feel support, your definition of support means shit. It's all about her definition of support. Because as I said, we're conditioned differently. We have different meanings for different words. So you have to find out what it means to her. That's all that matters. And as this client, as I was telling this client, it doesn't matter what you're doing to support her if you think that's what support means. If she doesn't see that thing as support, then it's not going to mean shit. You get a zero. Goose egg. (laughs) And this is frustrating. It's so frustrating. But guess what, guys? It's not frustrating if you, from the very start, are clear about finding out what, what support means from her end, from her side. It's so easy. When you get clarity with things... Oh, it just saves so much more time. You have so much more relaxation around your partner, around communicating in general. You don't have those like anxious butterfly, like throw up feelings all the time. <laughs> when you, when she says we need to talk, you're just like, all right, I got this. I know how to talk because I'm going to base it all around her. Because that's going to be the easiest conversation to have. Asking questions based on what she just said. Forget about your own meanings of whatever, you know, it doesn't matter. Like I said, it doesn't matter. And when you're complaining to her and you have concerns, then her definitions don't matter. Then it's all about you. It's her trying to understand you, asking you, okay, what does that look like to you? What does more sex look like to you? And then you could say, all right, well, if we had, if we had a quickie once a week and at least twice, two other times a week, that would mean more sex to me. That's what I need to feel loved by you. Boom. Then she knows, okay, a quickie and two other times. It's clear, right? So that's what we need to do. We need to ask questions to get clarity, not ask them for the sake of asking them because that doesn't get us anywhere. Plus, we have different love languages, but that's, that's a whole other topic. Um, it's actually not. It's actually, <laughs> it's actually pretty close to this one. But if you guys have read the book, The Five Love Languages, it pretty much explains how we, we each feel our own way um, we each feel loved through, I think there's five, there's five different love languages. I think I might've mentioned this on my podcast actually. Um, but we feel loved by either physical touch, by words of affirmation, by receiving a gift, by receiving quality time with another person. Um, or what was the other one? Gift. Did I say that one? You guys can't answer me. Fuck. I did. I think I did say gift. Receiving a gift, quality time. Um, I forget the last one, but you guys can look it up. It's a very famous book, The Five Love Languages. Um, But anyway, in regards to those love languages, it just shows that we can't love our partner based on how we get love. Because that may not be how they perceive love. You know, if someone, if I receive the most love or feel the most loved, when someone says nice things about me verbally, then, you know, I'm going to go around to everyone else and just start saying nice things, hoping that they feel loved when that may not be the case because that's not their love languages, language. Maybe their love language, is, oh, acts of service is the fifth one. So maybe their love language is receiving 
getting quality time with me. When, so if I like, if my mom's love language is quality time and mine is words of affirmation and I just say a bunch of nice things to my mom all the time, hoping that she'll feel loved because I feel loved with words of affirmation, then she's not going to, she's going to feel like, oh, my, my, my daughter doesn't love me. She doesn't show me love because hers is quality time. So we have to understand like, okay, what does love mean to you? Like, how do you feel the most loved? What do I do that makes you feel the most special? Asking these types of questions to our partner is what will save our relationships. And it goes hand in hand with asking the right fucking questions. <laughs> and that is how you get, how you get perspective. So for all of you guys who are lacking perspective, seeing things from her angle, or asking the right questions, please come to me. Please schedule a call. The first one is complimentary. It's a half hour complimentary call, guys. It could change your life. I've had men literally email me after that call and say, you don't know what I've been doing since this call, so I'm going to update you. And it's like literally a whole page of like all this shit of how their perspective changed based on our half hour complimentary call. So please set this call up so that you can get a clear idea of where you are now and where you want to go in your relationship with yourself and with women. Okay. Where you are now and where you want to go, because you can't go where you want to go if you don't know where you are right now. As I said, clarity is key, getting clear and asking the right questions, but also clarity in general. Because as I said, can't go where you want to go unless you are clear on where you are right now. That's it for today's podcast episode, guys. Have an amazing morning, evening, or night wherever you are in the world, and I will talk to you soon.